Well, welcome er. to bruh. Right, welcome to this episode er. of, of the uh, Tundracast, and today we're going to be talking about uh, Tom Wilson. Wow, is that all you got, Rossi? I don't know. I've never done this before. But I'm trying to do. I'm trying to do it, and Shay's just like in the middle. <laughs> I should have gave you more time to think, not say. Just Tom Wilson and stop. You know, we're we're very professional. No, no, we're not. <laughs> what? <laughs> I'm trying to think. My anxiety's going through the roof. I'm trying to start this off, oh, and then she's just like, mm-hmm. I'm like, oh no. Holy. Okay, you know what? Yeah, let's just start off. Tom Wilson. I think that's the first topic. All right, so you, uh, I think. Everyone knows it. Everyone is pissed unless you're a Capitals Uh, fan or you're like 90 years old or something. Um, But let's just recap it. That's what I'm trying to say. Do it right now. Um, So Tom Wilson and uh, played the New York Rangers yesterday. Uh, And today is the 4th of May, by the way, just in case. Um, May the 4th be with you. Oh, yeah. That too. Um, So Tom Wilson uh, got into an altercation with uh, Artemi Panarin. It was pretty one-sided. And Pavel Buchnevich. Yeah. And Pavel, yeah. Yeah, it was pretty one-sided. Panarin's helmet was off. Uh, His head was, it looked like it got slammed across the the ice. Um, Kept punching him uh, on the back of his head. And obviously, Panarin's not the biggest guy compared to Wilson. Uh, Buchnevich, uh, he was the guy who tried to come in and... uh, Uh, in retaliation, right? No, so what happened was... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah there was yeah. a net front skirmish, and Tom Wilson grabbed Buchnevich, who was on the ground, and slammed his head into the ice. Then he threw a couple of rights. Then someone who on the Rangers, who I don't know who, jumped on Wilson. Wilson got on him and then punched Buchnevich again. That's when Artemi Panarin jumped on Wilson's back and they go into the boards, and then later you see Panarin's head off and Wilson throwing his head into the ice. Okay, so, yeah. It, it was not a pretty sick Yeah, so really just Bushnevich just falls into the crease. I mean, you don't, need a, you don't need to hit a guy that's already on the ground, I feel like. Like, I know skirmishes happen all the time. I know he's in your crease, but it, it's, you don't need to throw an extra shot at Bushnevich. But then the thing on Panarin is you don't need to be body slamming a guy either. Both players are totally like they don't need to happen. Like, <clears throat> yep, and I don't think I don't there's know. any doubt in anyone's mind, unless you're a Capitals fan, because they love this guy. Um, that Tom Wilson should have been uh, deserves a suspension. That was a really, really dirty play, really dangerous play. Because yeah. I-, I felt it myself. Get- getting a concussion from getting uh, falling on your head, especially if you got body slammed like that, it's it can put you out for a while. I was out. Well, that that actually happened to me in football, and it put me in the hospital. Throw the shot at. Mm-hmm. So he hits like Buchnevich. Who does he hit the shot at? That's on the ground. Buchnevich. So because uh, Buchnevich, then he goes. To, he's yeah. in the front of the net. Buchnevich. Yeah, Buchnevich is on the ground already because he just kind of like fell, and so then Wilson. I'm just watching the video. Yeah, Wilson re-slams his head into the ground and then throws a couple of rights on him. 
Yeah, and then obviously the Panarin thing happened oh, after, yeah. which was. Buchnevich hits someone's on the ground. Okay, so, so he hits Buchnevich in the crease, but there's someone else on the ground afterwards that he hits as well. So he hits three people. Yeah, like Buchnevich is behind him. I'm not too sure who he hit there, but the, the last yeah. time <clears throat> I can think about someone slamming someone else's head into the ice Crosby. was when was when Crosby was slamming yeah. Subban's head into the ice in the finals. And now I'm telling you, that should have been right. a suspension, but guess what? It's Sidney Crosby. It wasn't. I, and yeah, it's Sidney Crosby. And and I guess if you're a Penguins fanboy or just somebody, you can make a case why Crosby shouldn't have been suspended because Subban said his breath was stinky or whatever. Whoa. Whoa. But you, especially with how bad concussions <laughs> are and how bad it can affect a person for years after. I mean, you look at the, you look at, statistics they show that people with cte 75 percent of the, 75 to 95 percent of the time cte cases end with suicide yeah that it, it's definitely a big uh it's definitely a big matter uh of discussion because uh obviously the um uh the ruling by the department of players the safety in the head george peros was a five thousand dollar fine uh, well, according to people in Tetris, they think that's a, that's reasonable, but... I mean, it's, he was fined $5,000 because that's the max allowed under the collective bargaining agreement. Okay, and but... And that's the controversial thing. That's what people don't necessarily understand, is should, that it's the CBA. So it's not see, like it could change it, but I do agree. It doesn't matter what the CBA is. Like, he should have been suspended. Oh, no doubt. I think that's... Keep in mind... Oh, yeah. oh, Tom Wilson, was, Tom Wilson was fined $5,000. He makes 44500 a day. That's nothing. Yeah. Like, it, for him, losing 5000 it's nothing. Yep. And here's, here's the thing I don't understand. I'm pulling up this article. This was almost exactly seven years ago. It was May 12, 2014. So, Henrik Lundqvist sprayed, or sorry, he squirted water on Crosby. He got a 5K fund. You're telling me this is, this like, squirting water is just as bad as dragging someone's head on the ice. I mean, you can't squirt water on on Crosby. Oh, that's true. But if it, if you if you squirt water on PK Subban, I, I don't you know, like it's not it's still the same situation here because you got one of the uh, in Panera and you got one of the best players in the league. Okay, but okay, let's top five. Let, yeah. Let's. I would say higher than top five. Oh, that, top that's f- a different topic. But yeah, t- different <laughs> topic. But I'll say this: we let, let let's just get this out of way out of the way. George Paris is an idiot. That, no doubt. Yeah. I, I love him as a player. Like you know, he was cool to watch. But he was cool to watch. All he did was fight. Yeah, but as a, as the head of players, there's safety, so much inconsistency. That's the biggest he, problem. Yeah, he's just a. He's just so dumb. I remember I don't think watching... he's dumb. I, I don't think he's dumb because I think he's just protecting the guys he play like. Like, Wilson, is just, to me, is a more skilled version of George Peros. Like, Wilson but protects he... all... No, here's the thing. Wilson protects... Sorry, no. Peros protects all these big, strong, tough guys. Every time you see a dirty hit by a dirty player, you don't see them get suspended. However, more recently, you're starting to see more... Talented players get fined and suspended. 2019, McDavid got suspended. Um, just this past couple months ago, McDavid got fined. McKinnon got fined. So, so I just think but, I just think it's I just think Peril, Peril is being biased towards 
you know, the players, you know, he, um, you know, he played like, and yep. he's given harsher punishments to these skilled guys, which, I mean, sure, sometimes, sometimes McDavid, Matthews, McKinnon, when they do something bad, yeah, give them a suspension, let them know what they did was wrong. But, but this, like, this is Rafi Torres bad. Yeah, if if you put them in comparison, uh, the elbow that uh, McDavid made, yeah, everyone was mad about that. Should have been yeah, a suspension. I maybe. was too. Yep, but uh, but compared to this, and it was the same. Um, what's it called? It's the same uh, punishment. That's insane. Yeah. Here, here, here's my thing. I've been, you know, I'm gonna pull up Predator, exa- you know, examples because, of course, you know, I'm a Predator fan. Yeah. You look at this a couple years, two a year or two ago, uh, Victor Arvidsson, cross-check from behind by Robert Bertuzzo. His head hit the post. His head slams against the ice. Oh, yeah. And then Bertuzzo hits, mm-hmm. slams his cross-checks him in the back a bunch of and times. And Bennington did it. Yeah, and then Remember Bennington yeah. gives him another shot. Mm-hmm. Bertuzzo was suspended four games. That, and that's and, not as bad as what we saw. What's wor- and what's worse is some people decided to say Arvidsson was diving, even though he was out for four months. Corey Perry deliberately elbows Ryan Ellis in the head at the Winter Classic game. Five-game suspension. Right. Ellis again out for months. How, how can you look at deliberate elbows and deliberate and just stuff like this and be like, yeah, 5,000, five games. I mean, yeah, and you, like Rossi's mentioned, they got it. They got it right before. Like those definitely deserved suspensions. They got suspensions, but then and I, I would say those suspensions weren't long enough, though, because yeah. Bertuzzo and Perry have a history of it. And you long can make history. a case like Wilson has some skill, while you know Bertuzzo just can't do anything. I mean, but I mean Perry fight. was a fifty goal scorer. Yeah, yeah I, you can't say that for Perry, but yeah. like Bertuzzo, he can't yeah. do anything but fight. So. I, guess I mean, Wilson, I mean, Wilson's not even that skilled. We have, well, so, I remember we it was, talked it was about December. It was December. Guiz made an argument saying Hyman's better. No, sorry, Wilson's better than Hyman. Is like, no, he isn't. Wilson is on a, is on a great top six. He's playing with Kuznetsov, if not Backstrom, ninety five percent of the time. Like, I don't think Wilson's that good. Okay, here's the thing. I was actually doing research uh, before this podcast, like way before. Um. So let's look at Wilson's contract. He signed it in the summer of 2018. He was 24 years old. That season he signed it, he had 19 points. And he was paid $5 million. Yeah. Next season, 35. Then he went to 40. The reason why his point totals increase is because he's playing with Ovi, Backstrom, Kuznetsov, Oshi before um, the trade on deadline. He was playing with Jacob Rana. Yeah. So, uh, so he's a pigeon. <laughs> I mean, the, I I agree with what the Rangers said because Paris yeah. Paris should not be head of player safety. Yep, you and, have to take a stance when you're the New York Rangers as well. Whenever your guys go down and and for instance Panarin going down for the rest of the year, you as a club and you as if you're an owner, you have to take stance and defend your players when a situation like that happens. Because when you see a guy like that pull something off like that, doesn't get suspended, just a 5K fine, that's a big deal. Yeah, the Rangers yep. called up AHL talent. They, yeah, and by talent I mean people who can fight. And then the Rangers, the rain. 
we all know what's going to happen tomorrow if Wilson if they, isn't suspended oh, no. or Wilson isn't uh, uh, isn't playing. I'm going to make my prediction right now, and I don't want to see this because I don't want to wish on any, anyone, but I, I have a strange feeling that we're going to see a second Steve Moore incident tomorrow. Good. Like, remember, I, the out, remember the outlash? Because here's the thing. This, with the Steve Moore incident, it started with Moore um, playing a dirty hit on Marcus Nasland. And everyone mm-hmm. agreed at the time, hey, uh, Moore should be suspended for his actions. He he wasn't. So the next time they meet up, everyone, it was mostly on Bertuzzi, but everyone was, the focus, the focus, the focus is on, hey, Steve hey, Moore, Steve Moore needs to pay for what he did to Nasla, because Nasla at the time was the star player for the Canucks. Yep. So Bertuzzi, of course, tried to challenge him. He didn't. And we know what happens. He gets punched in the back of the head. Ends his career. People are dogpying on him. And this is this is this is so mm-hmm. similar, man. Wilson Wilson's just like more attacking the star player, um, refusing to fight. And and I don't know if you guys saw that, but did you guys see that picture of Wilson in the penalty yeah, box? Yeah, he was showing oh, off. Oh, he was showing off in the penalty box. Yeah, yeah he's just and, such a little like. I, I just I, I hate don't him. Think, and he did the same thing. Gonna, um, I, I was think, talking so. earlier about the the hit on Zach Aston Reese that I yeah. I remember very broken mm-hmm. and laughing. It's just it almost it, it feels like, and I look at Caps fans defending him all the time, and it just reminds me of a, a guy you might know by the name of Matt Cook, who uh, played for the Penguins, yeah. um, and basically ended Mark Savard's career. You can't defend a guy like that anymore. You can go, no, you can't. You can go maybe I mean, a even back then, you couldn't defend him. But, like, you cannot. Yeah, because that's just a bad person. It's not no, I mean, Matt Cook, no, yeah, he's always so, been like, a player, I, but in the sense was, of, you know, you know, they go so long. I don't think we're going to see a Steve Moore situation. I think it's going to be a Colorado-Detroit situation. What, like oh, yeah. A full-on bench brawl? It could be. Yeah. I think it's yeah, I like think it's gonna go out kind of hand. Yeah. yeah, and I mean, I think it's gonna be as bad or worse. Cause I I was uh, mentioning this before, I, like there is uh, big guys on, and Rossi was mentioning they are gonna call, uh, they are calling up uh, fighters and stuff. Uh, but uh, Kreider is one of those big guys, but at the same time, uh, there isn't a lot of. Physical beef? match, yeah, beef on that uh, Rangers squad. Other than Kreider, someone that can well, stand up to, uh, so, someone that can stand up to as big as Wilson, as much fighting skill as Wilson, as someone as dirty, frankly, as Wilson. Well, like, the, well, that's like the, the only guy. I, the only guy I can think of is Kevin Rooney, and I mean, yeah, he's, but that's it. It's mm-hmm. it's going to be a situation where a bunch of people are going to try to prove, you know, their worth, like. You know, another side story is that the Capitals may be looking to trade Kuznetsov. If that's Kuznets- a topic for another time. Yeah, if Kuznetsov... Well, here's the thing. Kuznetsov could try to prove his worth to oh, the team he- by stepping up. Yeah. I, I mean, no, he's not playing tomorrow. Oh, he's not? He's on COVID he's a, absence. Yeah, the, no, he, wasn't he? Yeah, he's been... Uh, he's partying uh, him and his Russian brother. You know, we, we okay, like it, yeah. we're getting off topic here, but we do we all know that Kuznetsov is a bad influence off the ice. Oh, for no, yeah. no question, no question. Yeah, he's he's yeah. probably the reason Askarov can't hold on to a stick. Oh yeah. Let's <laughs> <laughs> go back to Wilson. All right, uh, but yeah, uh, the Rangers obviously they made their uh, their statement, and I was mentioning this in the Discord. I 
I expect a bunch of teams to back them up to uh, to yeah. come to the Rangers aid. Me too. Uh, Rangers are about to. Yeah, yeah. There, there's gonna be a huge movement to get Peros kicked out, and even and when and when that does happen, because it it's pretty much inevitable at this point. I I don't see how it's not. Um, we're gonna have a new department of uh, player safety head, and that, it's gonna be Matt Cook. I swear to God. If it is, I, I swear to God. I swear you just to God. know it's gonna oh, be wow. someone dirty. It better not. Uh, but it, you know what? Brendan Shanahan was so good at his job. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like, try to hire someone like Brandon. Like, Sh- well, of course, not Brandon Shanahan, but you know, someone like him that's been around the game for a while. And you also, know, like, or just something s- like that. Yeah, simply just bring in uh, Brandon Shanahan as like an advisor to try to get you your new guy. Like, just hire him as your private contractor to get you your new Department of Player Safety head because we need someone like him. Otherwise, we're gonna have this Jer- George Peros problem again in another five years. I mean, yeah. I okay. want Lindy Ruff just so he can say it's a joke every two seconds. It's yeah. a joke. No, no, no. Put uh, put Don Cherry at the head of player oh, safety. Gods, no, please, no, They're, no. But, oh, but yeah. for real, but for real, the Rangers are about <laughs> to get punished worse than the Coyotes were for drafting Mitchell Miller. Oh, probably. Yeah. Yeah, I can see it. But he, here's another thing. Uh, kind of off topic. Uh, we don't need to, an answer from Nick because we already know it's Matt Cook. But who would you guys say is the dirtiest player to ever play on your team? On your team? Yeah, like your favorite team. So like Marty Toronto, McSorley, like like in the history. Yeah, in history. Marty McSorley. Man, I got a yeah, that... hundred and something years to go through. Um, <laughs> I mean the. Oh, Just no. say Ty Domi. I was getting. I was gonna think about Ty Domi, but I also think Col- Colton Orr too. But I don't know. I mean, Orr was just like... He was a big guy. I don't know if he did anything crazy dirty, but... Not really. He was just a fighter. Eh. I mean, you could say Kadri because he was like a rat. Ah. Yeah. Ah. Rats are different. Rats are ah. different. It yeah. wasn't the same. He never did anything this outrageous. I mean, he like, he, like, he tripped a couple guys. He might have sandwiched yeah, like, a couple guys, there, but... There's, like, there's a difference between rats and uh, goons. Willis is yeah. a goon. That's like Kadri, like, even though I hate him, Matthew Kachuk. Those are rats. I'd say they get, they I, get under your skin. Yeah, yeah, I I agree with that. I'd say the dirtiest player in Predators history has to be Jordan Tutu. Jordan, he's a legend. I know. I love Jordan's Jordan legend, Tutu. Though. I love Jordan Tutu, but he has to be the dirtiest player in history because no, uh, your dirtiest oh, player. Oh, we had uh, Oh, Zach Ronaldo. Ronaldo. Yeah, that's the, as well. Oh, Zach Ronaldo wasn't with us for long though. Yeah, he, he was there for like games. he was there for like three games. Yeah, he was still on the team. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, like, players who did dirty stuff on your team, not just, like... Yeah, I would just say Marty McSorley. We also had Matthew Barnaby. Barnaby was known to... Oh, yeah. Yeah, I, I think for us, well. it would be... Barnaby and... Uh, yeah, I don't Barnaby know. And, uh, what's his name? Casparitis as well is another one. Just go <laughs> through the painful years of being a Maple Leafs fan, Coral. Oh, there's... They were still soft. They weren't exactly... Crash and bang. Is Darcy Tucker? I don't. I love Darcy Tucker though. Is he dirty? Not really. I don't know. I love no. Jordan Tutu, and he was like kind of speaking, dirty. Speaking about being soft, um, I find it. I just I wore soft to care, but I just kind of find it funny how the Leafs had all this tough, toughness and leadership, Nick Felino, and now he's injured. Yeah, oh. yeah I swear to God. It was, probably, it was probably Coral. He went back to the thing, and Coral just. Broke into oh, the arena yeah. and started punching him in the face. 
<laughs> just started like beating him. He picked up like hockey sticks, picked up goalie pad. <laughs> Alright, so any last thoughts on Wilson before we move on? Um uh, uh I like I said, I don't think it's gonna be too long before Peros is gone and once that new guy comes in I don't know if he's allowed to after Wilson plays a game. It might just be, uh, what's the saying? Whatever. It just might just be behind them. But yeah. like the next time, uh, then uh, Wilson is, does something wrong, he's definitely gonna get uh, a harsh uh, definitely because otherwise that guy's just the same as Peros and he doesn't want to lose his job. I, I honestly think next suspension is gonna be like half a season. Yeah, I personally think. I personally think. Wilson should have been suspended the rest of this year, the playoffs, oh. and next year. For sure. Okay. Well, they, almost, he, almost the got suspended. he almost got suspended for 20 games, and then he got that appeal, and they dropped it to 14 games. Oh, yeah, I remember that. I don't that. know if you guys remember oh. that, but yeah. Like right. so, big, yeah. big news, big news, mm-hmm. big news, boys. Oh, God. If you it's have, if you have no, no, if you have NBC or ESPN+, Plus, tune into the Capitals-Rangers game tomorrow, because it's going to be interesting. That's big news. Well, uh, okay. I mean, it's well, big news. In Canada, for we are fan. screwed. So, uh, yeah. Who said? Just go on Beale Sport or something, or NHL sixty six, something like that. Not I mean, sponsored, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> no, not not. Sp- please sponsor ESPN. We're very professional. ESPN. Yeah, you don't. You don't, okay. you don't remember. You don't remember our opening. Do you know how professional okay, no. I was? Shut yeah, up. We're, we're so no, we're so professional. <laughs> I won't be watching. Well, I'll probably be watching the Rangers game, but I'll have the Predators game on because uh, they put every single game tomorrow on TV. You know what? That's one thing I want to say. Like, okay, they have 15 games on Saturday. They have one last. They had one on Sunday, then they had four last night. Like, what the hell? <laughs> it, you know, scheduling is going to be so much worse next year. It's going to be like a hundred games on one day. They're just going to have like four games. Oh yeah, because be ga- of Seattle, there's going to be 16 games on one day. Yeah, it's gonna be so bad, and they're all gonna start at like at seven p.m. Just, just why not? You know. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, let's, we go on, on. let's go on to our next topic. We're gonna talk about two teams. The first one we are gonna talk about are the Dallas Stars with their fourteen OTLs, <laughs> which is as many OTLs as Buffalo <laughs> has wins. Um, I am a big believer in the Dallas Stars. Actually, I I'm do. not. No. I actually think no, not anymore. Mute Coral. Wow. <laughs> wow. I am a professional <laughs> Dallas Stars hater. Like, first of all, I do think that they can catch somehow. Can they catch? Uh, oh. we clinch. We clinch tomorrow. We can clinch tomorrow if we beat Columbus and they lose in yeah, regulation to Florida. That. Yep. Mm. I can see that. Never mind. But like, I do think that. <laughs> They do have a really good. Uh, I thought that they were doing really good. I thought they had a really good chance of catching Nashville at one point. I thought that they were gonna do it. And That's what we all thought. Yeah, yeah. And then, I mean, it was more so Nashville just shooting themselves in the face than Dallas being impressive. I'd say. No, I think it's the other way around. Yeah, Dallas was impressive. Dallas, no, I think it's the other way around. I think Dallas has been shooting themselves in the face. Like oh, lately, yeah. Like, 14, like, if you win half those OTs, you're at 63 points. Yeah, yeah I mean. But, like, uh, what's it called? I'm really impressed by Jason Robertson. I think all of us are. Guys, I think he gets the Calder. 
He's really good. Yeah, I, he's good. But here's the thing. D- it, Dallas missing, they don't have any excuses. Not really. I would say they have excuses. Not, not, not really. Not, not you, can't use the bishop, you can't use the bishop excuse because Ottinger and Kudobin have been great this year. And even then, if they want to say something about injuries, look Every at... Every team goes for injuries. If you want to look at injuries, look at a team. They lost Radulov, Sagan, and Bishop. Bishop's always hurt, but look at, to your point. Yeah. You want to you and then look at the team right in front of them. Look at Nashville. Nashville we lost yeah. Johansson, Duchesne, Forsberg, Saros, Fabro, Ello, Ellis, Arvidsson, Ekholm. Sis- we haven't had one single player Yossi. play every single game for us. Yossi. So there you go. If you know a player on the Predators, he's been hurt this year. Except one guy. No, he got hurt last game. He missed last oh, game. Oh, wow. Yeah, he missed last game due to oh. an injury. The Predators have had every single player be hurt this year. <laughs> in all actuality, That's is that so an actual NHL record for like the most injuries in a season? Because we've had yeah. every single player on the roster be hurt. Well, I, well, I remember. Okay, because last season, twenty nine. No, sorry, twenty nineteen twenty. Columbus had like 15 guys out yep. and you're still winning games. Yeah. Then the year before that, 18-19, it was the Devils. And like all their top nine was hurt. Three of their top four defensemen was hurt. And their starting goalie was hurt. And they beat the Oilers 6-3. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah, I but remember that. I mean, if, <laughs> like if a you full look at, HL team. If you yeah. look at Nashville and then you're just like, oh, well, who are they missing? And then you just go, Roman Yossi. And they're like, uh-oh. Like, you just need to just say Roman Yossi and Philip Forsberg. You don't really need to say anyone else, and you already know how severe it is. Yeah. But uh, with the Dallas Stars, they obviously have their young star in the making. Uh, no pun intended. <sighs> There's a pun? Because <laughs> Dallas Stars. Oh, <laughs> okay, I get There's it. a pun? Okay. I hate <laughs> Dallas so much. Uh <laughs> And then they have their <laughs> old guys who are not getting any younger. Ben has been yeah. god-awful. Um, uh, a dude, player ben that's is been so way good. under the radar this year, Rupe Hintz. Oh, yeah. Rupe Hintz, Hintz, Hintz has yeah. been so solid. really good. He nice is points. dangerous. He is dangerous. Yep. Yeah, he's going to be something good for them. He's only 24. I I can say this because, you, know, mm-hmm. you know, obviously, unlike all of you guys, you know, we've Whoa, played Dallas. Wow. We've played Dallas. Wow. You, Dallas... Dallas has two modes. They have dangerous offense or they have derp mode. <laughs> derp mode. Derp, derp, derp mode. Derp mode is them losing 14 games in overtime. Oh, yeah. Honestly, though, how do you lose that much in overtime? Um, it, They probably think like... I'm going to bet that they just think that overtime losses are worth, like, two points. So they're just like, let's just lose. Okay, guys, I have an interesting question. <laughs> so, uh, Kudobin, you know, the guy that kind of carried him to the cup finals? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Then yep. he uh, killed, he died in the finals, but he has two more years at the three mil. He's having a good season. Well, okay, I wouldn't say good, but he's having a decent Solid season. 2.5.906. Jake Ottinger as a rookie has been solid. 10, 7, and 7. 9, 18. Um, 2.23 goals against average. 9, and a 0.98 percentage. And his goal, uh, sorry, his 
Uh, it's GSAA is six point three, so that's above Real average. Good. Yep, pretty solid. So next year, when Bishop's fully healthy, unless he breaks his knee uh, in the off season somehow, like, it's um, Ben Bishop. He's not going to be healthy. But okay, I, but if I love Bishop, Bishop, but he's my never question healthy. is, if he's healthy. What's the goalie situation like in Dallas then? Because well, you got to give no one's taking well Ottinger and Bishop. Yeah. Then who? Where does Nova go? No one's taking that contract for Here, two years at the mill. Here's and what I would been, do. And he's going to be turning thirty-five. This is this is going to sound weird, but this is what I think. If their forwards and defensemen can stay healthy, have all three goalies stay up in the NHL and have and run with a three-way tandem. Three-way tandem. See that doesn't. Yeah. I never yeah, three-way no, tandem. No. You have yeah, a two-way okay. tandem and your third yeah, goalie. Sure. Play twenty-seven games apiece. No. Yeah, you can have your two. T- you have your tandem, because I'm pretty sure tandem is two, and uh, yeah, and yep. and then you have your well, third goalie. Well, what I mean more like that is you give the if instead of like being like you get one, you get one, you get one, is you play like you play a, you play a goalie until they need like an off day, and then you play the next. You know. Um. Okay, isn't that what you're supposed to do? I mean, yeah, I mean, yeah, but of course, if, yeah, but if you're, it's like you know, no, I don't. Know. You get what I'm trying to say? No, okay, I don't. But I mean, <laughs> I guess it depends how Bishop looks next year or this year, or whatever. I guess it just depends. Like, let's be honest, Bishop's gonna get injured at one point, but I do think they have to play him because he's such a good goalie. When he isn't injured, um, he's one of the best. He's one of the best in the league, honestly. Yeah, top three yeah. probably. Yes. Uh, and Ottinger, uh, he's your young guy, and he is amazing. He is gonna be amazing. He is amazing now. Uh, so it's those are your two guys. I don't know what you gotta do with Kadobin, but might just end up sitting him. They might buy him out. It's two years, right? It's not the worst thing. I will say yeah. the Dallas Stars do have Adam Shield. In their system, University of North Dakota goaltender, he looks really good as well. So maybe you put him in the AHL for three years, maybe you bring him up. Who we'll, we'll see. But uh, he looks pretty good. He had a good year. I don't, I don't know because does Dallas want to go with the hot hand, which would be Ottinger? Well, if we look at it next year, nobody has the hot hand. But do they want to go with the hot hand coming out of preseason, which might be Godobin, or do they want to go with what works? I I don't know. Well, you obviously go with what works, but we don't know what works until they play. Right? So, and this is the weird thing about goalies. They're weird. Like, they're completely voodoo. You have no idea what you're going to get. You can get get the best goalie in the world, one of the best ever in Carey Price, and then he turns into... I don't, know, yeah. I don't even know what to call it after he signs his 10.5. Yeah. Askarov at the World Juniors is like... Askarov at the World wow. Juniors is the hi how are you SpongeBob, and then Askarov <laughs> in the KHL and MHL is the SpongeBob ripping off, you know, being all buff. Oh, the one where he rips his through mm-hmm. shirt and stuff. Yeah, yeah. like it's like Askarov. What yeah. are you doing? How are you like man at the World Juniors? Like, yeah, I get it. Team Russia's defense was ass, but like, how are you man at the World Juniors when you're playing against a bunch of eighteen and younger, and then? At in the MHL and KHL, we were playing against former NHLers and people who could be NHLers, and you post like a goals against average of like point seven. Yeah, it was it was point seven zero at one point. Uh, well, point if I remember correctly. But yeah, um, Askarov can be Askarov is legit going to be the new Malcolm Subban. 
I'm sick. Oh, no. That'd be hilarious. <laughs> That'd be so funny. Oh, no. He's gonna be the new Carter Hart. Carter Hart's Carter. not even that bad. Honestly, we heard what happened. a bad year, but... Yeah, Come but on, like, he has such good down. potential. And I think Brian, Brian Elliott's doing he's... better than him. Yeah, he's not doing good, though. But, uh, what's it called? Uh, Hart's probably gonna be your, uh best goaltender in the league for a decent amount of time at some point because he's I think Wallstead. And Wallstead's there too, yeah. Wallstead's good. You're sleeping on Soros. You gotta no, look I'm at not you gotta look at the Soros is the, Soros is just having a hot stretch. Bruh. He looked like this last year. Okay. Mm, nice no. better. He is that too, and yes, we're not we're not sleeping on Saros. You're just um. He's a good goalie. You're just we're taking not, ecstasy. That's why. Okay. We're going Calgary. I mean, I we're just going okay, to Calgary. Oh, I can't right. wait! I can't wait for this. All right, um, the Calgary Flames—they suck balls. That's all I can say. I mean, here's my here's what I have to say about Calgary. <laughs> What what the hell was that? What was that? <laughs> that was it was me trying. It was me trying to laugh, and then I started yawning. <laughs> what? What? I just started okay. yawning. <laughs> I think we can all agree. I think we can all agree. One of or both of Sean Monahan and Johnny Gaudreau needs to go. Yes. Uh, no question. They shouldn't. Need, they, there's definitely no Rossi, question. Yeah, Rossi, um, Rossi doesn't agree here. Apparently. Uh, no, I was. I was more like. Okay, so you look at Monahan. Yeah, he he's can go. Gar- he's garbage, by the way. He, he can go because you have Lindholm, who yeah, Lindholm Lindholm is goaded, by the way. But I uh, so. but I, I uh, Gaudreau can be a you know four, 30, 40 goal scorer in my opinion. Not so forty, not Sam Bennett. No, wait, uh, not anymore. Oh, oh ooh, Sam Bennett. Yeah, Bennett's yeah, gone. Yeah, yeah. Ooh. dude, Sam Bennett point per game. I know. He's like he gets over point per game. Yeah, he's like four or five points above. Sam Bennett is better than Connor McDavid. Oh, easily. Yeah, and Austin Matthews. Yep. Okay, but here's the thing: Johnny Goudreau has worn after the season. Of course, he has one more year left on his, on his contract, and it's been rumored for a while that he would he wants to play for his hometown. He's from New Jersey, but he grew up as a Flyers fan. Oh no! Like, so my bet, and he's best friends with Kevin Hayes, by the way. You. Uh, so he's gonna so, go to Philadelphia. So what? If I'm Calgary, I start to rebuild now. They need a rebuild. I'm sorry, they've been retooling for so long, and it has been working. I mean, they, they Here's my thing with Calgary. They have is- pieces. They, they yeah, do. they have pieces. They have Lindholm, Hannafin, uh But that, that then you Dubé. build around that you build around that yeah. core, you rebuild, you stock up on drafts. Pain is really underrated. And Mangia well. Pani too, yeah. And they're, not, and they're not old either. It's not like yeah, no, you, it's not like you're not twenty oh, you three years left with this te- with this core. No, you got six, seven uh, more than that years. Hey. With uh and so you could definitely build around that. You, they need they, like he's like Shay said, they have their first line piece. They have a goalie, kind of. Uh, they have um, capable defense. Yeah. They have... if, if I was the GM of the Flames, this is who's this is who I'm building around. Right now, you kind of need to build around Markstrom because they gave him, you know, kind of a big contract. But once Wolf is ready, he's your main two. He's their main go-to guy. Yep. Prospects. 
Jacob Helche, Connor Zari project to be top six forwards. Defense, you build around Rasmus mm -hmm. Anderson and you use Val Mackey as your top pairing. You got your righty, you got your lefty. And forwards, you got your future captain, Kachuk, of course. Mm. You got Lindholm, you got Majupani, mm -hmm. and you got Dylan Dubé. Those are your guys you build around. You just got to draft well. But it's Calgary. You're bottom six, and you're, yeah, it, it, it is Calgary. Calgary has to do what their big brother Edmonton does, but far worse. What? Oh, you mean drafting? <laughs> no, no, tank. I, oh, tank. Yeah, oh, they, okay. but because it's Calgary mm. and, they're little, and they're the little brother, they're they just mediocre. can't do it. I mean... Like, I called this year. I called this a couple yeah. years ago uh, when James Neal was traded to uh, Edmonton for Lucic. I said, uh, "Watch, just to spite Calgary, Neal is going to have like one good season, and then he had the good season." Yeah. Well, I mean, Lucic is having Lucic, a good yeah. season right now. Yeah. Well, yeah, Lucic is doing good right now, and also he's going to Seattle. No, but, he's um, staying. There's no, no, no. <laughs> Man, not I, they won't take him. Absolutely. I don't think they'll take him. No. Uh, on then Calgary, hundred million percent wins the trade. Yeah. Yeah. Like. The only way they, the only way they're taking Lutuch is if 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 Calgary's willing to give up Wolf, no, a good prospect and a second round pick, and I, and my point, you don't trade Wolf. Oh, absolutely, no, no not no at all. Question. He's no. too good. Yep. So yeah, he's they're stuck with that contract for the next two years. Which you know what? It's only two years left. It's not that bad. And they should be rebuilding in those two years. So. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Then when could... the final, and here's the thing. This is a good thing. So his contract ends in 2022-2023. At the 2023 trade deadline day, he's gonna have 20 games off that season. Retain half. The, he can retain half the money, and then he's tradable because he has one year left. So you just sell off your veterans, like uh, even Giordano, right? He has one more year left. Chances are. He doesn't go. To, he doesn't get protected. He doesn't get claimed by Seattle in 2021, 2022. He will be 38 by the start of the season. That'll be his last NHL season, probably. Probably. So mm -hmm. you just sell off the veterans, build around a young core, because because I because I, you know since I live in Alberta, I've been I I, I watch I get all the Edmonton games, but I also get all the Calgary games. And I don't know why this this team is just so mediocre. It's not even funny. Like 2014-15, I'm gonna be honest, they kind of were biased. Yeah, no, it no, was a joke. The the Flames are no. mediocre. They are mediocre. Like in 2015, they overachieved. They beat a very weak Vancouver team, and they got manhandled by the Ducks in five. Let, let let's face and, it. And, That's true. In fifteen in fifteen sixteen. They completely crapped the bed. So the next season, um, they they make a couple of good changes. They bring in the actual capable goaltender Brian Elliott and Chad Johnson. Which looking back at now, if that's your goaltending duel, I don't know how the hell you made the playoffs. Oh. But anyways, they did well in the season. They went on like a ten game winning streak, and guess what? They got swept by the Ducks. Okay, Calgary's last good. <laughs> Calgary hasn't had a good season since. Since you know, Mister Racist Coach got got ousted. Yeah, you know, no, I was. Uh, 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 let me get to that point. I'm, I, I'm uh, about uh, to get. To... No, let me finish my point. <laughs> uh, I was about to get to that. I was like two seasons away. 
right, go ahead. Seven, thank you. In 2017, 18, you know what? A, you... a lot, a lot of people don't actually realize this, but Calgary, because here's the thing, um, Calgary, um, actually had a good, a really good start to the season 2017, 2018. That was the year they gave up, uh, two first for Travis Hamannick, which um. Yeah. Mega which, L. which is something. Which is something. So they, I remember it was the eleventh of it was the eleventh of February, right? They were twenty nine, nineteen, eight. That's 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 a damn good record. That's a really good record. Twenty nine, nineteen, eight. That's the game game Mike Smith got injured, and then their next, and he came back on the thirty first. Calgary won on two six game losing streaks when Mike Smith was injured. So it wasn't that in that year they were a bad team. It was just terrible injury luck. If Mike Smith was healthy, chances are the Flames make the playoffs that year. So you flash forward the next season, 18-19, racist man gets hired as the coach. Yeah. Wait. And guess what? <laughs> the Flames finished first in the West. But this is also a season where uh, all of the roster became went sicko mode. Um, Goudreau got 99 points. Monaghan got 82. Elias Lindholm, first year in Calgary, got 78. That's when he was what? Uh, let me do the math. He was like 35. He, got, he, he, he won in Norris that year. Kachuk had 77 points. Her depth showed up. And guess what? They lost to the absent five. That now, you, now you go to last season, 1920. I... Then, then you go to last season, nineteen twenty. Racist man gets fired because he's a racist. They bring in Jeff Ward. <laughs> they go on a six-game winning streak. They fall down a bit. Trade deadline day. They don't make any moves. COVID happens. They squeak into the play-ins. Beat the Jets because uh, they're a dirty team. And they killed Line A and uh, someone else I forgot. I think it was Shifley. And guess what? They have a 2-1 series lead against the weak Dallas Stars. This was their chance to make it to the second round to show, hey, we are playoff contenders. We can do this. They then in game four, 10 seconds left, Pavelski ties it. Klingberg, um, OT winner. And in game six, they had a 3 nothing lead in the first 10 minutes. They completely blow it. Make some big changes in the offseason. Start of the season was a disaster. Fires their coach, hires Daryl Sutter for some reason. Daryl Sutter the best. <laughs> they go on a three-game <laughs> streak. Then you lose seven straight, and now look at where they are now. Like at this point, at this point, they have to rebuild. They've been retooling for seven years, and it's it hasn't gotten them anywhere. It's gotten them three playoff appearances, all first round exits, and all in all those years they lose in dramatic fashion. Whether it's a sweep against Anaheim. Getting manhandled by the Nathan McKinnon abs, or blowing a game six when you have a three nothing lead in the first ten minutes. That kind of sounds like Toronto. <laughs> <laughs> like I honestly didn't need to rebuild. Like there's no other way around it. But the thing mm. is, they gave out term to Tandem and Marsham. So can you really rebuild? If you're giving out term to these veterans who signed in Calgary to try to win a Stanley Cup, you know it's it's but, just well, I I don't understand why they put Daryl Sutter as the head coach because they're stupid. 
Daryl Sutter <laughs> is somehow worse than John Hines. His sister just doesn't fit in the league anymore. That's it. It's yeah. not that Daryl Sutter's a bad coach. He really is. He's, he's what he won two Stanley Cups for a reason. It's just it's a different league. Like yeah, I no. see, I see that with Ken Hitchcock here in Edmonton. As soon as the Flames hired Sutter, it's like this is going to be Hitchcock 2.0, and I was right. Yeah, I mean, like the Flames, they can't get rid of that Markstrom contract either. Isn't he on a no movement clause? Probably. Yeah, no movement clause. Oof. Yeah, they they decided that they felt they felt that they were good. They were good. I thought that they were pretty solid too. I thought they could be second in the division. Yeah, this, the mediocrity reminds me of the Minnesota Wild. Remember how they're like the funnest NHL team nowadays? But yeah. I mean, constantly, you know, wild card, third in the division, maybe, you know, losing in the first round pretty handed handily. Losing, maybe getting to the second round, but then getting manhandled. Like well, it was always thing, though, either first, second round. The wild, the, the the wild, were and well, they no longer are because of you know some players on their team. They were mediocre, mm-hmm. and they were mediocre because of Parise and Sutter. Because you know while they were you know still solid players, they were taking up I think it was twenty five percent of the cap hit just those two players yeah. so they were medio- mediocre they could never get you know far enough in the playoffs to even be good but and they're constantly not, injured as well those two guys they could never stay healthy yeah, and that makes it an, a lot worse that's not an issue with calgary though calgary just no they just suck calgary's just ugh. and and here's the thing i i want to speak about sean monahan for a sec he isn't the greatest defensive player when i mean not the greatest i mean he's completely horrible and he's turning twenty-seven, so you know what? He's not that old. He he's he's still he's still in his prime. He'll be good for another five six years before he starts going down. But if, and he has two years at the six point eight. Right now, if I was a GM who wants Sean Monahan, Calgary would need to a include a sweetener and b retain some cap space on that contract because he isn't worth six point eight right now, and. He hasn't shown he's at first line, second line center. Well, okay, second line sure, but not first line center's league. So I think Sean Monahan actually has negative value because he's just been so bad the last two seasons. Who would want you know Sean Monahan? Like Love who's it. in the need for? Who's okay? Yeah. Like there's a. Um, I, I remember reading an article, and it, it it's from an NHL insider, by the way, for the Flames. So connections. Um, the two days before Jacob Markstrom signed Calgary, no, sorry, it was a day before, two days before the NHL draft. Um, Calgary had in trade in place of Columbus with Sean Monahan and Sam Bennett for Josh Anderson and Jonas Corposalo. The thing is, Columbus wanted Calgary to retain Monahan's cap hit. They didn't do that. And later we know what happens. Anderson for um, Max Domi. So we obviously we know that Columbus wants Monahan. We know that Calgary's CBJ been trying to shop him. We know that we know that Calgary's been trying to shop Monahan, but he should have done last offseason. Now, if you're trying to trade him at his lowest point, you're screwed. Because Bennett 
because um, Lindholm is the first-line center now, and Backlund's had a better season. You can make an argument that he's the second-line center, which leaves Monaghan at the 3C, making almost $7 million for two more years. Matt Duchesne moment. I mean, I'd rather have Monaghan than do shit, so... Um. I, like... You know, hindsight 2020... If I'm Columbus, I take that deal that that almost happened, and I don't that's ask. A great, to, yeah, that's a great deal for Columbus. And I don't ask them to retain Sally because you know, look how awful Domi is. Well, it wasn't for Domi; it was Josh Anderson and Corpusalo. Yeah, yeah, but I'm saying, like, you know, hindsight 2020, well, yeah. they could either have, you know, Monahan and or, Bennett, yeah, and Bennett or Domi. And if I'm Columbus. Well, I don't blame- I don't blame Domi for his struggles because he has freaking John Tortorella as a coach. Yes. Which we, <laughs> which we, made a, we already talked about Ports before. We don't want to start another argument. You know, but there, there's got to just be, you know, there's got to be a fine line with, like, when it comes to Calgary, who's even available for a coach to hire? Oh, do they want Babcock? Oh, no. Oh, no. Here's the thing. Uh, Sutter signed for two more seasons. <clears throat> he said a, he said a three-year you, deal. You're joking. I'm not joking. I wish I was joking and trolling. No, 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 no. I'm not no, <laughs> he's just, I totally I'm forgot not. about that. They're screwed. No, no, no. no wait, They're wait, so wait. screwed. You're telling me right now that, okay, is Daryl Sutter the interim head coach or is he the head no, coach head coach? he's the head coach. No, he's the head coach. Like, he's he's in the team. He's there. And, he's going to be there for three and, years. And he's signed... Yep, for two more years. It says Stutter has signed for the remainder of this season and through yep. 2022 2023 for uh, LeBron. I'm, I am going to jump out of my window. That is. Why? That is awful. <laughs> no, that makes you happy. Why are you killing Yeah, forget, forget Calgary. I mean, <laughs> at least another team gets to, gets to be in coach woes like, like my team is. Man, I just feel bad for Jeff Ward. He got so much shit from Flame fans and it wasn't even his fault. Yeah, no. It it was literally a situation of going from bad to worse. Yeah. You know, like going from whatever his name <laughs> I can't think of his name right now to um to Dusharmi. Dusharmi? What? Whatever. Marsh? Dusharmi? Yeah. Yeah, that's what I mean. <laughs> Oh, Montreal? Yeah. <laughs> just had a brain fart. Do Charmy. Wait, I said do Charmy? What the? Yeah. No, the, yeah. no you got you. You almost had it. I'm the. Do I'm, Charmy Ultrasoft. You know what? I may not be able to pronounce names, but I got three trades <laughs> correct. Oh, yeah, you did. Fair. Yeah. Oh, breaking news, though. Oh, my God. Evan Bouchard's playing today. <gasps> no way! <laughs> Let's go! Let's go! What a nice legend! We're scratching Barry all finally. Oh, <laughs> my dreams have come true. Barry's still getting an eight. Yeah, wow. eight million. Extension. Yep, eight. In Vancouver, though. In nah, Vancouver. Extension. Yeah. Extension. No. No. Who what's gonna it? happen? Who is no, your GM? No, you know, Who no, is no, your GM? Yeah. Who is your GM? Hey, 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 hey. Who's your GM? Hey, 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 hey. Who's your GM? Hey, 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 wait, wait. Just wait. Let me finish. What's going to happen is Barry's going to go home to Vancouver. 
for one year at four mil. Then January first, he signs the eight by eight given by Benning. No. Yes. Who is your GM? Is your GM Me. the same? Is your GM the same man who signed Franz Nielsen to a five million dollar deal at thirty two years old? Actually, he isn't. That was Hen Collins. We have Hen Holland. <laughs> oh, oh, my bad. My bad. <laughs> my, my bad. Well, no, that's the same GM. You have no words. Oh, no. <laughs> you just don't know what to say. Yeah, I didn't know that. I, I didn't know. I. <sighs> no, but, yeah, Ross is still right. Holland sucks. He's going to re-sign Barry for eight times five. At least it's hey. not Shirelli. <laughs> you know I'm what? I ra- I rather um freaking uh uh you know I rather have Ira as a GM. <laughs> <laughs> what would you? <laughs> <laughs> he might trade McDavid for Crosby, but it's better than anything Shirelli would would have done. Yeah, that's fair. No, he'd just yeah. trade everybody to Pittsburgh because he'd want Pittsburgh to succeed. That's an interesting <laughs> question. If would um, Pittsburgh like who would who would accept this trade? McDavid? Uh what's his face? Um uh dry sidle and news. Wow, fake fan, dude. Hey, it's called <laughs> a brain fart. Um who would accept the trade out? Um Dry, Connor, and Nuge in exchange for Frederick Goudreau, Cody Cece, and Mike Matheson. What kind of who, question is that? Who? Who? What kind of which GM am I? Which, which GM question? am I? Which? Co- no, 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 Which if GM I, am I? Am I Pittsburgh or am I Edmonton? Uh, you're Ken Holland. Oh, you're if Irish. I'm oh I'm Ken Holland. Hmm. Am I Ken Holland in the Detroit Red Wings mindset where he just made the most idiotic moves ever? Oh, if you're Ken Holland, keep- then you say no. Obviously, to try to keep the playoffs. You, you, take, no, the you take the L if you're Ken Holland. No, you know? if, you're, if you're Ken Holland, you're taking that. Cody Cece's elite, man. Yeah, that's what I'm trying to Cody say. Cody Cece, you're signing him for no, that's six what I'm years, trying to $5 million dollars per See, That's what I'm trying to say. That's what I'm trying you know to know say. What, if, Holland's if Barry, so dumb, if, he, would take, he would say no to that. No, no, no. You oh, guys... oh, yeah, true. That's true. All right, all right, all right. Let's, you know, enough with the jokes. You know, let's just talk about the most elite defenseman in the NHL. No, just kidding. Eric Goodbranson. Eric Goodbranson. Did you know he has a point for us? Eric Goodbranson. Whoa. He has a point for us. Wow. Yeah. Congrats. A point. You know who who doesn't have a point this year? Kucherov. Jonathan Taves. That is hmm. true. That is we got true. Good. Yeah. That's a good point. Uh, did you know that Tyler Sagan and uh, Erica Branson are tied in goals? W. Wow. Okay, but here's the thing. Is Tyler Sagan Eric Good Branson? No. Exactly. Oh, yes. That's, that's what we're doing anymore. And, and as a team, man, it's harder to score. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Oh, how how long have we been doing this for? I don't know. Uh, let me just check right now. <laughs> I <laughs> love these episodes. I love these episodes. Oh, we just go off. Oh man, um, I I, I kind of want to come back to uh Tom Wilson because I forgot one thing. It, Nick did his research and we forgot to talk about it. Oh, oh my god, up? bro! It's been oh, fifty five minutes. I, my my <laughs> computer's literally gonna die nope. trying to edit this. Five thing. minutes. Just, we can we can spend five more minutes on this. Hold up. All right. So. Yada, yada, yada. Let's go back to Tom Wilson for one second. All right. I'm Tom Wilson. 
Okay. You are. You are. You say. You say. You yourself talk. You say one more word. I'm gonna mute you. Okay. All right. Go ahead, Shay. All right. So, on Wilson's first suspension was two games, of course, for a hit to Robert Thomas. Then that same week, I was sorry. Then a couple weeks later, he boarded Sammy Blake, got four games. Then uh, Nick I mentioned it, the Zach Ash and Reese hit. He got three games. So it's slowly going up. Uh, then Wilson got seven games. Sorry, no. Then no. Sorry, Wilson got twenty games for that Oscar Sunquist hit. Which, by the way, Wilson just loves targeting the Blues players. I guess. I get, yeah, it's all the same team. I'm just gonna say that. <laughs> it's like, what grudges Tom Wilson have against St. Louis? Jeez. And um, Ryan Reeves used to play for St. Louis as well, so he's got something against them for sure. Oh yeah. And so that was 20 games, reduced to 14. Jordan Shittington. Shut up! Um, then 2021, um, this is like this is like a week before COVID. So Wilson got suspended seven games. Um, then two months later, when everyone was in, when everyone was um, at home thinking, wow, COVID's so bad. Uh, which, if COVID, uh, which by the way, COVID one year ago wasn't even that bad, so rip. Um, but anyways, uh, he got fined five k. So the fact that his suspension, uh, first of all, the lack of suspension, of course, is like what the hell. But the fact that if he did get suspended, it would have been a lot of games probably. And I'm, and I really hope that the NHL. Whenever they hire yeah, when you guy, look at the history, and there's a there's a certain rule. I forget exactly yeah. how many games it is, but uh, if you play a certain amount of games and you don't get fined, suspended, you're considered to not be a repeat offender, which right. I think is fine. But I'm pretty sure it's only like a hundred and some isn't a repeat offender anymore. I think that rule is so stingy just because of the okay. the, the shortage of games it takes to not become a repeat offender because that's. His last time suspended May what was it March sixth. I mean, he's you know he's still considered a repeat offender. So it's just when you yeah. look at that, you look at his history. It's just it's pretty mind boggling to see him not get suspended. You know what's funny? I, you know how we're just talking about oldies pests and stuff. Uh, Brad Marchand just right now just tried to take a run at Mackenzie Blackwood. Of course, he did. just I just kind of I kind of find it funny how we're just talking oh, about. Wow. I mean, it's not surprising. Yeah, my English teacher who doesn't know anything about <laughs> hockey, he's he, he was making a reference because we were doing uh, archetypes or something like that, and he, he was talking about how garbage Brad Marchand was. <laughs> yeah, he has, he's never watched a <laughs> hockey game in his life, and that's what he was talking about. <laughs> Man, uh, Brad Marchand is arguably the second best player on that team, or maybe even the best. Maybe, yep. Yeah. Okay, here's a question. Uh... Will Caps fans be as fun to find salt of as Vancouver fans? What? Because Vancouver, remember when they came back and Nylander scored a goal and celebrated and they all started whining on Twitter? No. Wait, one go on Twitter. Uh, okay, so when the Canucks came back from, you know, being out with COVID. Oh, yeah. And it was the first game back against Toronto. Nylander scores the goal. You know, Nylander celebrates. Every oh, Canucks I you said fan. Islanders. No, I remember. No, no. That. Oh, Nylander. Every Canucks fan just starts crying and and everything. 
Yeah. So do you, yeah, do you think that. we'll get the same kind of assault from Capitals fans if something happens? Actually, I don't actually see a lot of Caps fans protecting them. It's just oh. the dumbasses like Redacted and um, Tundra. <laughs> and if you're watching this, you know who you are. <laughs> but can we end the? Uh, I've seen can we some vocal the... Caps yeah. fans. I've seen some vocal ones out there say their opinions, mm-hmm. and they're all wrong. But we'll ignore that. But, I mean, yeah, I think this ends the Hyman Wilson debate. Forget it. It's not close yeah, anymore. Yeah, I think it does too. It's it's not close anymore. Okay. But somehow Gleeze will still defend him. Yeah, somehow. I haven't seen Gleeze defend him yet. <laughs> I don't know if you guys saw it, but I said that somebody that redacted was acting a lot like Ira does when Ira defends Matt Cook. I can't believe. And that. here's the funny thing: redacted isn't even a Caps fan. Oh yeah, redacted is a redacted <laughs> fan. Yes. He also likes he also likes a certain type of toothpaste called redacted. <laughs> when it's all, when it's all, yeah, thanks that I'm still better. I, I don't okay, use so toothpaste. There's I actually use one more news that we need to talk about. It, it won't take that long. Okay. Are you ready? Yeah. So the Canucks just announced this, and <laughs> it's a follow-up to the McFlurry. What? Uh-oh. Oh yeah, just in case you don't got you guys don't remember, Nate Schmidt brought Ben. Oh, God damn it, bought Brendan Sutter a McFlurry. And yeah, but now this time it's the other way around. Brendan Sutter bought Nate Schmidt because Nate Schmidt scored last night. He bought him a Frosty from Wendy's. Oh, that's nice. Wow, that's nice. He's playing. They're too, ch- they're too cheap to buy each that's other cool. blizzards from Dairy Queen. Absolutely not. That's just blizzards nice. are awesome. I know they are, but it's not, it, that's just what I said. Okay, come on, come on, boys. All right, my laptop's like literally gonna die trying to export this. I yeah, yeah. I, I swear to All God. Right. Let me what? talk. Let me let me talk about one more thing because it hits close to my heart as a London Knights fan. Okay. Michael mm-hmm. Hauser. Oh yeah. How oh, good yeah. is that story? I've been in the ECHL for so long. Unless you're, <laughs> um, but yeah, he's I I. I've watched Michael Hauser when he was with the Knights. I mean, he was such a great goalie when he was with them. And, you know, he's come such a long way being in the ECHL for so long. And, you know, just being sort of a whatever goalie. And then he gets brought up to the Sabres who, yeah, ha, ha, let's joke about the Sabres. But he he won. Yeah. And he's been a, he's been a solid goalie for a long time. Yep. Yeah. And and, and and in the OHL he was he was great in the OHL. He was goaltender of the year in the CHL. Uh he was he won the Red Tilson in the OHL, which that's actually the most outstanding player. So as a goaltender, he was the best out of everybody. So Wow. I think it's really cool and, to see. Uh, and I, again it hits close to home for me. So it's great. really cool to see. And mm-hmm. uh one more thing about Buffalo, they signed someone named Stefano's Blackass. I never heard of this guy in my life. Um, <laughs> so, I, you say stank ass? <laughs> no. Okay, so I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I wanna, I wanna oh. say something. There's a certain other redacted in the server who said that the only reason that the, uh, uh, you know, youngest team in the NHL didn't make the playoffs last year was because of a certain bald coach. Wait. I Who are don't, talking yeah, about? I don't know what you're talking about. There's a <laughs> lot of bald coaches. <laughs> Who's the youngest <laughs> team in the NHL? The Devils? Yes. Oh, they didn't make. Of oh, course, the hell does he? Oh, is it Matt? 
Yeah, Matt said that the only reason they didn't make the playoffs last year was that's, because of Heinz. That's they didn't make the playoffs because they're donkeys. Exactly. <laughs> no, this year, no, no, this year, no Heinz, but you know they, they, they still aren't close. It's yeah. a reminder that the Devils signed a Simmons know. to a one by five. Maybe that's why they didn't make the playoffs. <laughs> Just a reminder that the Devils. Uh, that the, the Devils, Devils won the PK Subban trade. <laughs> no, we did. Uh, no, PK's a goat. You don't you, you don't understand, all right? Because it's BLM, so which automatically oh, no, means no. everyone has a black okay. player. No, no, okay. no, 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 no. <laughs> it's not. We're, we're ending all this. Right. All right, thank That's you for enough. listening to that episode of the Thundercast. Yeah.